This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Tomorrow, everyone, this is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano here on 77 WABC. Delighted to be back. I enjoyed some time away with uh, with family, which I'll tell you about a little later. But uh, I am thrilled to be back on the radio. As B.B. Rebozo once said of Richard Nixon, I am tan, rested, and ready, hopefully ready to bring you a great week of shows. My thanks to my colleagues Dominic Carter and Curtis Slewa for filling in in my stead. I know both of those guys have a pretty substantial workload as it is, and it's not an easy thing to add an additional two hours to that, so I'm grateful to them. I am not grateful to the MTA. Because as of yesterday, hundreds of thousands of drivers, including yours truly, have to pay more to use MTA bridges and tunnels after these toll hikes took effect yesterday. Easy Pass users are going to pay 6% more. It's about 50 cents extra. And toll by mail customers and those with an out-of-state Easy Pass will pay 10% more. That's about a dollar extra. I'm mentioning this for two reasons. One, there's all this talk, more than talk, there's a poise to be an implementation of congestion pricing, and we are going to have to pay more for the opportunity to go go to work, and to visit places like Manhattan. These toll hikes, which are seemingly never-ending, this is de facto congestion pricing. This is just another tax on working-class New Yorkers and working-class motorists who may live in places that aren't necessarily the best served by mass transit. That's certainly the case with me. Additionally, I'm mentioning this because if you live out of New York State and you have an out-of-state easy pass and you're getting walloped with that 10% hike, you actually still can buy a New York State Easy Pass. So let's say you live in New Jersey or Connecticut or wherever else, you can buy an Easy Pass from New York State and get that additional New York State savings. Nothing wrong with it. If you live in Jersey and work in New York, for instance, I would absolutely get the New York State Easy Pass. I just don't know how many more of these toll hikes and rent hikes and energy hikes people can take. I mean, you can't get blood from a stone. Enough is enough. Beam me up! To be continued. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. Good 
tomorrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. By now, you have no doubt heard the news that New Jersey's Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver has passed away. Apparently, this was pretty unexpected. I actually happened to be in New Jersey at the time that she passed away. And this was the time that she was the acting governor because Governor Phil Murphy was out of the country in Italy. And I don't know much about Sheila Oliver. I don't believe I've ever met her. But everyone that knew her, Democrat and Republican, said she was an incredibly nice lady and very easy to work with and easy to get along with. So it's such a shame that she's gone. But Phil Murphy now has 40 some odd days to select a replacement for Lieutenant Governor. And I believe I have the perfect candidate for him. I am sure there's going to be a lot of pressure to replace Sheila Oliver with another black woman. I don't think Governor Murphy should go that route. Instead, I think the person that he should choose is former acting New Jersey governor, longtime state legislator in New Jersey, current state senator in New Jersey, Dick Cody. Now, he took over for Jim McGreevy as the acting governor, and even though he was there for just over a year, he accomplished more in that time than many governors do in a full term and more than a lot of governors do in two full terms. He pushed through an increase in the state minimum wage. He increased school security. He was a leader around the country in requiring steroid testing for high school athletes. They banned junk food in schools. They signed legislation to clean up diesel vehicles in the state, reducing soot pollution in the air by 10%. They expanded the state's investment in stem cell research. They were able to keep the giants and jets in New Jersey, all without raising taxes. More than that, though, the guy just strikes me as the epitome of a class act and an elder statesman, and this would be such a great career topper for him. We've seen what he's capable of doing when he's a heartbeat away from being governor. Why not give him the opportunity for the last couple of years of the Murphy governorship to be a heartbeat away one last time? It's a great way to end his career and a great way to say thank you for an incredible career of public service. My vote, not that it matters is Dick Cody for new Lieutenant Governor of New Jersey. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I don't know if you saw the front page of the Metro section of the New York Times this weekend, but if you did, you would have seen a face that was very familiar to me. His name is probably not a familiar one for you, but if you're someone that spends a lot of time in the Manhattan Theater District, I'm betting his face is. Josip Petrosurik is a bartender at Sardi's. He began working there in 1968 and got promoted to bartender four years later in 1972, and that is where he has been ever since then. He announced that he is going to be officially retiring. After 55 years on the job, he is hanging him up. Now, it is interesting. When my father and stepmother got engaged back in 1991, they got engaged at the bar at Sardi's, and Josip Petrosirk actually played a key role in getting them engaged and facilitating the transfer of the ring. When we were there, my wife and I, along with my sister, a year or two ago, we uh, saw him again and reminded him of that story, and I don't think he remembered them, but it was not an uncommon thing. Apparently, it's the sort of thing he's done many times, and he's a great bartender and a heck of a nice guy. Apparently, he is moving back 
to his native Croatia and looking forward to finally having his nights off. If there's anyone that deserves a few nights off, it's this gentleman who I've known for the last few years as Joe and who has been an incredible part of what has made this great restaurant such a historic place to grab a meal and grab a drink. I'm really going to miss him. This is not the kind of person that can easily be replaced, but this is certainly the kind of person that deserves a healthy and happy retirement. God bless you. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I was mentioning the Union Square riot during denunciations just an hour ago. Mayor Eric Adams, I thought, raised an interesting point. Now, I know he says things like this all the time, but that doesn't mean they're not true. Mayor Eric Adams, as we're looking at what caused the riots that rocked Union Square Park on Friday, all for people trying to get a free PlayStation or something, said we need to look at the parents. Our children cannot be raised by social media. Uh, Our children cannot uh, get their values, their beliefs uh, from social media and other uh, outside entities. Now, Mayor Adams does say things like this all the time. And I think sometimes he does this as an excuse to kind of deflect responsibility from certain instances. But I think he's right when he says this is a situation that we should all be alarmed about. Now, he said it's not a policing issue. It's a parenting issue. It can be both. It can be a policing issue, but it can also be a parenting issue. The reality is a lot of these teenagers, which many of these young men appeared to be, all have phones. And a lot of them are able to organize in flash mob-like fashion very quickly. And in spite of the best efforts of the parents, a lot of times they're going to be able to do it. But he's right when he points to the dangers of parents letting their children being raised by social media and the Internet and the hordes of people that would participate in something like a flash mob. So I'm glad the mayor said what he said there. And I think this bears repeating, and it's something important for all parents to keep in mind. I know my wife and I are certainly going to keep it in mind. Beam me up! To be continued.